Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Live from what can only be described as the worst fucking circus in the universe, <laughs> we present a wheezing groaning sound, which we believe to be the only Doctor Who podcast in existence. My name is John Rain, and joining me are Werewolf Tom Neenan <laughs> and Werepub Paul Litchfield. <laughs> so, welcome folks, I'm sure you'd like to know, we're at the start of one oh! fucking huge shit show. Ah! There are acts that are shite and acts that are wank. Some acts are fuck awful and some acts that do stank. Acts of all <laughs> kinds you can count on mess. From folks that fly to a doctor in distress. There are loads of surprises for, uh, full of misery at the greatest show in the galaxy. Hey! <laughs> so good. That's better than anything that happens. <laughs> Here we have Rico Ross, aka Frost from Aliens, who invented rap, ladies and gentlemen. But before we get into the show, I wanted to plug once again that we will be at Tom, Paul, and I will be at the London Podcast Festival, uh, King's Place, kingsplace.co.uk, uh, on the 2nd of September at 9 30 pm, doing a live episode of the Wheezing Groaning Sound, where we'll be talking about the three parter. To end all three parters, mm. sound like David Ross, Silver Nemesis. <laughs> the episode, the story before this one, coincidentally. Exactly. So, oh, is it? Mm. This is mm. au courant, as they say. Wow. But, but going back to the episode, why would you be thinking about anything else apart from what's on BBC <laughs> this evening? Paul, what was on? <laughs> Um, uh, nothing. Everyone was just crying. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone on Wednesday the fourteenth of December in nineteen eighty-eight was crying. Yeah, I was. More oh. so at seven. More so at seven thirty-five. But we'll get there. Um, <laughs> Radio silence was blank. What? Like uh, then the credits yeah. rolled in silence when Adric died. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> he couldn't do anything. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, BBC One, there was the usual gubbins, blah, 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 but at 10 to 2, you had Going for Gold. Mm. Hosted by Henry Kelly, mm. it's the last <laughs> of the five remaining contestants who are all competing for a holiday of a lifetime in Australia. Ooh. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there what, it is. What BJ would I like when I get home from this? <laughs> <laughs> Which well-known brand of gin am I obsessed with drinking? <laughs> um, anyway, he's often in a pub right very close to me. Yes. Uh, every time I'm in that pub, he's there. You also did an advert for your local car dealership, didn't you? Car he? dealership, yeah. And I, I've been told that um, he was there... Da- I mean, uh, he he's there daily. Obviously, during mm. lockdown, God mm. knows what happened. He was probably in the basement. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. S- 
suck it on the taps. Using but there the you go. taps, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, after going for go was not landing. Not landing. Oh, yes. Glamour. This is going to be an amazing episode because it says this. Val's whereabouts are discovered. Mm. There you go. Yeah, they found the Val. Episode of EastEnders again. Mm. Yeah, stinks in here. <laughs> Three p.m. <laughs> Three. I think it stinks in here. Wait till we get onto the fucking episode. Mm. Three p.m. <laughs> this is brilliant. The cold truth about Christmas. God. <laughs> oh God. Carol's songs and original opinions are all written and performed by Richard Stilgo. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> Why I did Santa leave the lid off the toothpaste? I can imagine how that went as well. I'm the last uh. turkey in the shop. Fuddle a dum. <laughs> Shut up, you awful man. No, fuddle a dum. Anyway, after the cold truth about Christmas um, was across the roof of the world, a news round special. Yes. Mm. Roger, Roger, I I, I would have thought it wouldn't have been Roger, but there you go. Mm. Roger goes walkabout in Nepal, trekking through the Himalayan foothills. He meets children and discovers their problems. (sighs) Oh, God. God. (laughs) (sighs) They don't have any, he gives them some. I suspect they're they're trapped (laughs) in the Himalayas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Jesus Christ, we didn't have any problems till you turned up, you shit. Um, Anyway, after that at five past five was The Watch House, A Ghost Story, Part Two. They don't give a blurb, they just give a little bit of the sample of the uh, dialogue, and it's just this. Anne! Help! Help! (laughs) Now, I remember this. Do you? Yeah, it was was around the time where they used to have, before Neighbours, they'd have, like, drama. Mm. And I remember this one, and it was a ghost story because it was. Was it good? Christmas. I remember it being quite good. Yeah. Do you oh, remember? Wow. Do you remember? Anne, <laughs> help! <clears throat> help! <laughs> no. 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 Okay. No. Well, that was the watch house. <laughs> seven p.m. Seven p.m. It's your old Terry Wogan no. with Wogan. <gasps> a mixture of chat and guests this week. Terry meets <clears throat> Gary Glitter. Oh um, God. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> <clears throat> So once you've washed that taste out of your mouth, here comes the other taste. It's 7.35. It's Doctor Who. It's the greatest Jeez. show in the galaxy. Oh, Part one. Is and it blurb? just Yes, of course there fucking is. Mm. Bellboy and Flower Child escape the psychic circus pursued by the chief clown. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that'll do. That'll do me. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds like something to do with this government. Bloody government! I'm tapping my finger like Ian Hislop does with a pen. Yeah. (laughs) Well, basically, the way Richard Stilgo looks after doing any song into camera, where he's like, "Mm, I'm amazing. Basically, Mm. on this day, you've got a children's entertainer who turns out to be malevolent pursuing a child. Yeah. And then you've got the greatest show in the galaxy. (laughs) Yes, sorry, have I got news for your Twitter account? I think I know someone who might save your life. (laughs) You might just save my life. <laughs> now, after 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 you've literally watched Doctor Who and immediately had to have a shower, like in the Crying Game, like ah, <laughs> get this filth off me. At nine thirty-five was the visit. Now I remember watching the visit. Mm. Do you remember the visit? This, this might jog your memory. Do you remember? Um, well, it just says this last program in the series. The boy David is fourteen now. Do you remember that? Oh. 
He was a boy from, I think he might be Pakistan or something. He was horribly um, disfigured with a facial disfigurement. Yes. And an English couple um, adopt him, bring him back to the UK, and he goes through all these surgeries to mm. sort of obviously Aww. get his face. Um, yeah, it's really, it's a really lovely, heartwarming they story. Watch, they make him watch the greatest show in the galaxy, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Listen to the blurb on this. Hmm. Last programme in the series, the boy David is 14 now and has 10 operations to rebuild his face. Hmm. On the brink of manhood, he is now old enough and amusing enough to tell us why he wanted this documentary made. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! I was talking about damning with faint praise. Yeah. He's amusing enough. Amusing enough. That sounds like like an Edinburgh show blurb. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's amusing enough. <gasps> mm. Fucking hell. Meanwhile, He'll I'll tell be... us about growing up, being a big yeah. man, and why you should. Why it's always a bad idea to fall yeah. asleep wearing an eye mask. Is that kind of like awful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah. And why he absolutely hates mirrors. Poor <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> boy, stop it. Oh my god. Yeah, leave him anyway, alone. Leave the fucking boy alone. Let him <laughs> masturbate and find a woman, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on BBC Two, you had History Man. History man, and it just says this: religious symbolism or Catholic traitor. Is he, is he is he the son of the man from the seventies who was weatherman? It might be, <laughs> but it, get, it, 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 it gets even better: religious symbolism or Catholic traitor. I think this is a genuine typo because it just says Brian McNary takes a loo. <laughs> <laughs> So obviously there's a K somewhere at the bottom of the Radio yeah. Times that fell off. Oh my off. god, is he another Radio Times person? He died mid mid yes. uh, blurb. Yes, I think he is. <laughs> is there a gas leak in the in the offices? Yeah, I think there might have been. That's why yeah. they moved. Either yeah. that, or, either that, or they all had the pork pie in the BBC canteen. <laughs> anyway, after History Man was the first Noels. The first Noels. And it just says this: What just was Sir Francis's role in Christmas? I don't know. Good don't question. Know. Good, great question. I don't yeah. know. I've never really heard about France, uh, Saint Francis in Christmas. Have you? In general, the CC. No. I don't. Well, they, they don't bother with the Assisi. I mean, they've no. already dropped. They've already no, dropped the K. He was a very masculine man. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Does CC stand for Christmas carols? In which case, it all oh, makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Maybe he just has a stutter. I see. 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 <laughs> Open all the seasies. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm fucking talking about. It's anyway, been, it's, been a, it's been an odd week. What was really? It's been a really odd bit of history. Um, <laughs> what, what's really good is that was only 15 minutes long. Thank fuck. Oh, at two, okay. two p.m. came the treasures of Lipez. Mm. Yes, narrated by Joss Ackland. Oh, He's got a lovely narration voice. Oh, yes, yes. Yellow Pages adverts. Oh, hey. yes, yeah. lovely. Get a load of this. This is amazing. You ready? Mm. The expedition has climbed 16,000 foot to the city <gasps> of Lipez or Lipez. Mm. It seemed they may have made a wasted journey. <laughs> no. That's it. Brilliant. Do you know how to get to the treasure of Lipez? You just open up the uh, the head on the top of the tube. Yay! <laughs> and, uh, at 4.30 was six English towns. Part three tonight, Chukesbury. <laughs> I'm really getting pulled in by that. I don't know about Cool, you. bet you are. Mm. And yeah. here we go. 
5 p.m. was the perfect pickle program. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect pickle program. Lovely. A program, a program for people who pickle. <laughs> My oh. fucking lord. Part six. <laughs> Part six. Last in the Part series. Six. Are you ready? <laughs> Part six. Last in the series, and it just says, "Do pickles have a future?" <laughs> Tom, Tom, can you do me a favour? Yeah. You you've got mild connections with telly. I do. Because you pitch this. <laughs> <laughs> the pickle a program. New show. Yeah, the pickle program. Hmm. I want to, especially. I like the idea of do pickles have a future? They're mm. the only f- pickling sort of guarantees of some kind of future. Sometimes they? if they yeah. don't, then there's yeah. a bit of problem in the pickling process. I but would, there's I would so argue. much fun with this. A program for people who pickle. Mm. Part, yeah. s- <laughs> <laughs> Part six. Do pickles have a future? <laughs> <laughs> and that was your wonderful entertainment on BBC One or BBC Two. BBC Two. Christ. But why the fuck would you be watching any of that? <laughs> John, you've already answered that question. When I would rather watch any of that. When you've just watched the greatest show in the galaxy. Oh, God. My word. Because we start off with the rapid ringmaster. Right. Do you know yeah. what? Mm. At that point, I stopped it, mm. and I literally had to have ten minutes by myself on my mm. roof garden like I was revisiting childhood trauma. Mm. Just, <laughs> to witness that rap yeah. was so upsetting. And afterwards, I thought, well, that's probably only going to happen that time. Oh, for fuck's sake, no. Mm. It comes back again oh, and again, again and, and again. again. And yeah. you know what? In the spirit of that, listen to this, boys. Okay. I'm the doctor. Hip, hip, hooray. My blue box travels forever and a day. It's called the TARDIS <laughs> and it's pretty neat. It might just appear on your high street. That's it from me. I must away. Oh, no, there's Davros. Oh, I say. <laughs> Very good. That was great. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I felt well, listen up so upset the word when around. that happened. Oh, this is God. a wheezing, groaning sound. <laughs> it's got Paul and Tom and John Rain too. It's the only podcast about Doctor Who. I think we've all done one of these, haven't we? We've yeah. all written yeah. something. <laughs> Hi, uh, Paul and uh, uh, Tom. I'm Andrew Cartmel. Uh, <laughs> wanted to offer you uh, uh, an episode in this okay. series. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I thought you were about to start rapping. <laughs> yeah. I did my rap No, I know you did. I know you did. Yeah. But that just that very beginning of him rapping, it made me mm. feel queasy. Like, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh god, this isn't this isn't going to go well at all. But already, this episode is like this story is biting off more than it can chew. Yeah. You say that. You say mm. that. But next, we see the doctor juggling. Yeah, oh. and, and and why is and Ace looks like she's looking for all her clothes? She's going through like she's naked in the next room, and we don't know what's happened. We don't know what's yeah. happening. And then she comes out, and she's sort of going through the bags you leave in the doorway of charity shops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she's got her clothes on, and then we cut from there to a box opening. Oh, yeah. And a motorbike with horns yeah. on it. Oh god! Being driven by Daniel Peacock, brackets who should know better. No, 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 I shouldn't be in this show. No, no, it's terrible. As Nord. uh, And he he opens up a compartment on his motorbike and it's got a burger in it. Yeah. But it's full of space worms. And that's supposed to be... (laughs) And also that's supposed to be cool. Mm. Yeah, he's a bad boy. Like Mm. like the rap is supposed to be cool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're you're immediately going, this is vile. This is horrible. This is vile. Yeah, unless you're advertising Purcell or jeans, I'm not interested, mate. It's... <laughs> uh, but we cut from there because Doctor and Ace get sent a uh, 
It's like a junk mail robot. It's I like know. The, what's it called? The Kablam Man. It's a it's the Kablam Man. It's the Kablam Man. Yeah. And and the doctor isn't like, oh, how did you get in here? He's like, <laughs> he's going, oh, I like this. And Ace goes, yeah. this is rubbish. And then the doctor, then the junk mail robot looks at Ace in the way it does and yeah. says, yeah, well, you're a fucking, ca- you're a fucking yeah. coward. Chicken. <laughs> and she's like, well, fine, I'll go and look at it then. I'm like, Do you mind the? when um. What's his name? When when the bad old from Pyramids of Mars, old uh, old oh I can't remember what's the villain in Pyramids of Mars called. When he appears in the TARDIS, mm. it is mm. like oh my god, he is the the strongest, most powerful villain we've ever encountered. When anything appears the in the TARDIS against the TARDIS as well, the Doctor immediately is how the hell has this happened? Like the keeper of yeah, yeah. When this fucking man, yeah. yeah. When this fucking Henry Hoover of advertising appears, <laughs> <laughs> the Doctor say like, ha ha he he he. Yeah, Sutek is terrifying. This is like, but there's apparently a psychic circus, which no one Mm. seems to know what that means, (laughs) on the planet Seganax. So they're going to go and check out. Meanwhile, we we meet Bellboy and Flower Child, who are running through a quarry of sorts. Yeah, um, and trying to escape. And then he's like going, oh, there's no escape. And she's like, we have to keep trying. And then a hearse turns up. Yep. With the chief clown in it. Yep. Who is all right, I'll have to say. He's, doing, he's, doing, he's doing his best, isn't mm. he? Yeah. And then they look up and see some kites. And they're like, oh, oh we have God. to keep running. The fact that they're kites is so awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> it's so awful. Oh, God. And then the TARDIS materialises. Paul thoughts. That's the best bit. Yeah, and, and, and the doctor, um, he comes out and he says, "Oh, I've heard the natives here are friendly." Oh. Yes. And then Peggy Mount turns up and says, "Well, you're both a fucking disgrace. What are you doing?" Here? <laughs> and he and, and and he she shames the doctor in his costume, despite the fact she looks like a clown. Why? Yeah. Why? Why is Peggy Mount in this? Apart from to know. go bloody weirdos. Mm. Yeah, that is there's, her job. No, there's no yes. reason for her to be in this at all. <laughs> she's walked out of happy families, hasn't she? It's just, yeah. <laughs> but and she, she sells fruit. She offers them a big. Well, it, it looks like a sort of dragon's bollock or something that she makes. A dragon's bollock full of full of macaroni cheese. Macaroni cheese. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Well, we have to eat it and show face." So you don't. You don't. Like, though. No, you don't no have to do that. Either. No. And then, as they're doing that, Nord turns up on his bike and he's got oh. a helmet with bat wings on it yeah and then the doctor says can I help you and he says do you want me to do something terrible to your face and I thought uh-huh. not in this climate no. you've already done something terrible. <laughs> you've already done something terrible to the script so you might as well yeah <laughs> No, I really like Daniel Peacock I feel sorry for him here because oh. if there's any Doctor episode he should be in this ain't it yeah, yeah, um, I know what you mean. But yes, he's I mean, the guy from Vicar of Dibley, isn't he? No, that's his dad. Yeah, is that his? Oh, is that his dad? Trevor Peacock. Yeah, Trevor Peacock. Because there's two Peacock. There's two Peacock acting uh, children, aren't there? There's yeah. There's, there's him Daniel and, his... and Harry. Right. That Harry makes was sense. Ray Purchase in Toast of he London. He was yeah, in yeah. Toast and of at, London. And at one point, there's Captain Peacock. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Captain Humphrey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! And do you know what? We're seven minutes in, and I was, and I've written down, I've had enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've had enough. So then they they walk along a bit more, and they meet Captain Cook and Mags. Now I've written here oh. that Mags' first name should be Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then Doctor says, do you often come together? And he says, yes. And I thought, oh, that's oh nice. Boy. That's good. <laughs> Sign you're a good couple. And what yeah. is it with what is it with Captain Cook? He's this sort of non-committal. He's supposed bore. to be some sort of sort of he's a hero sort of, of literature, s- isn't he? Spa- I suppose space explorer, but he's yeah. just like yes, I went and I saw that, and that was good. Mm. It doesn't really make any sense. Is there a rule that if Sylvester McCoy appears on stage with a pith helmet, you have no fucking clue what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like the rule. Yeah, you've, you've, also, like, al- like... you've already seen a man with wings welded onto a motorcycle helmet. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> a boy appear in a BMX. This You're feels, just yeah. going, what is going on? And also, I don't care. I just, I just don't mm. care now. This feels like the aborted brother that lives in the loft <laughs> of Ghostlight. Because <laughs> at least with Ghostlight, you've got a chance. In this, yes, like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? It's like on? a spooky house, and you go, I get mm. what spooky houses are. Yeah. This is like, it's a circus, but it's sinister, but mm. you don't quite know why or how. No. But it's yeah. never sinister, it's just crap. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. crap. This is supposed to be the best circus in the galaxy that used to tour around planets. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. the be all and end all of entertainment. Yeah. It is <laughs> dog shit. This is like one of yeah. those Winter Wonderlands comes to town. Yes. Yeah. Go and <laughs> Lawrence they want... Bowen staples some antlers yeah. to a dog. To a yeah. Alsatian. Yeah. And you're this like, is yeah, basically yeah. this is the BBC equivalent of Blobby World, which they opened. <laughs> <laughs> which we all know what happened there. Yeah. Yeah. It's still yeah, there. Yeah. It's still there. Gathering it's, moss. It's when people can't afford to go to Lapland, so they take their kids to some shit hole in Scotland where there's fake mm. snow down. Yeah. And there's a man it's with the a Marble grey Arch mound, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes. That's yeah. exactly what it is. It's just. This, Except oh. that costs six million and this costs six quid. <laughs> but a robot attacks them. A robot turns up. Oh my up, goodness! And we've got this whole weird thing where Captain Cook's whole thing, it seems, is just like, oh, a robot, lovely. I'll carry on drinking my tea. Yeah, he just doesn't seem mm. to have any. Uh, he doesn't care about anything. And you're like, okay, is that going to sure. become something? No. no. Okay. Fine. Fine. No, so the fine. robot attacks them. Ace kills it. Yeah. yeah. But the robot's can't. actually quite good. Yeah, it looks like a bank of tellies with arms. Yeah, yeah. that bit's, that bit's <laughs> sort of all right. But we mm. cut from that to Adrian Mole uh, on mm. his BMX. Yeah, He turns up to Peggy Mountain and says, I want to go to the psychic circus. Bloody freaks. Yeah, and then we cut from there to Flower Child, uh, who's got separated from Bellboy. Good. She's been killed by an evil hand owning to whom we don't know. Yeah. Yes. And Bellboy yeah. lies down and gives up, and that hearse full of clowns takes him away. Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut back to the Doctor and Ace. They get on a bus. A shit bus. A shit bus. Sure, and, horrible and a, bus, yeah. Yeah, and a robot ticket collector comes out. Why? Saying, Why? Tickets, please. Tickets, Why? please. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Why is he on that? I don't know. He's, he's, he's not scary. No. No. And the doctor murders him immediately. It's really easy. Really easy to murder him. Yeah. And then... I mean, this isn't even a first draft. Of no. <laughs> no. This didn't even make it to first draft. No. I feel like someone literally... Someone literally walked into the BBC and said, look, I've just been sick in my lap. Do you want to film it? And went, yeah, right. Yeah. I don't... It's too bitty and... Everything bitty in it is silly. Mm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm already annoyed to the point of mania. 
Yeah. And I know I've got because three more. Because you're trying to get a handhold on something. Yeah, yeah you like want a handhold of something. Yeah. You need mm. something, and you're not being given any of it. You're just being given these disparate little gobbets of dreadful... Again, we've mentioned it before in several McCoys, this sort of Amdrammy, mm. six-formy element to it. This reeks yeah. of it again. Mm. I mean, it starts with the greatest show in the galaxy, and you're like, mm. oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on, John. I'm yeah, enjoying. No, no, I'm, I'm enjoying. I'm trying. That you to. have to go through this. Mm, yeah. So, meanwhile, um, Captain Cook and Mags have gone to the circus. Of course. And yeah. we've also got this psychic lady who works in the reception in a little caravan inside. Morgana. Morgana. Yeah. yeah. So Captain Cook and Mags go in and they watch the first act. Which oh no, they see Bellboy. Yeah, being dragged out. Yeah. And being tortured. And and Mags does this. Jessica Martin, by the way. Yeah, playing Mags. She does this huge scream, and it just made me think maybe that was she, her motivation. There was someone said to her, "Remember what it was like being on Copycats." Yeah. <laughs> uh, she does this huge scream, and then the Doctor and Ace turn up outside the tent, and he says, "Well, are we going in or aren't we?" And that's, and that's the, the cliffhanger. Yeah, that's the cliffhanger. Is a question. Yeah, yeah. There's no peril. That's like. That's like. Do you want some? Sugar in your coffee. Mm. <laughs> also, when 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 Mags does a scream, for some reason they switch her voice off, and I don't quite understand no. how that no. works either. Yeah, no, they switch her voice Couldn't off. I believe that was the. I I went back three times because so I was watching it on BritBox. Mm-hmm. I had three the DVD. Times? Mm. Yeah, because I was like, oh, it's skipping, it's skipping because you don't actually hear what the 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 the, uh, the cliffhanger is. Mm. Yeah. And I watched three times, and each time I was like. I think that's it. I think it's them yeah. going, do you want to go into the circus? Mm. A thing they're obviously going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because Ace yeah. has now said, I'm not so keen on clowns. And the doctor, like any, like this particular doctor with Ace is like, oh, is this another one of your childhood traumas that I can force you to confront? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I think it's going to be that, isn't it? Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Why the fuck? Honestly, if I was a writer on this show and I'm doing a circus in the greatest show of the galaxy, why isn't Syl being fired out of a cannon? Exactly. <laughs> with, no a sperm. with no That'd net with no net into a giant egg yeah. and then a baby falls out of the bottom why is that not happened why is greatest, that greatest show in the galaxy that would that honestly would if I went to a circus and they fired Syl out of a cannon dressed oh as a sperm God. into an egg and a baby falls out I'd be like this is the greatest show in the galaxy Listen, listen carefully. There's two bumper episodes coming out, but that's just the order of. There's eight more, Roger. Eight of them. People might hear them, Roger. I'm going to lie low. I think you should too. <laughs> Brian and Roger are back. Two brand new episodes and a whole new series wherever you get your podcasts. And see Brian and Roger live at the London Podcast Festival and the Many A Chocolate Factory in a whole new stage show. Check websites for ticket details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> the greatest show in the galaxy has a ringmaster that cannot rap. Well, he does another one now in the second episode. With two people who mm. juggle a bit and some people who gad about like pricks and this is mm. the best fucking entertainment there is in the universe don't worry because well, no. the doctor's got his my first magic set that he's going to use oh, God. <laughs> well now we find out the conceit is that doctor and ace quickly they learn that the, you're expected to perform mm. yes. and if you if you perform badly you're annihilated right <gasps> um, <laughs> but you can't escape because the chief clown is like the, the headhunter who goes out and finds you but he's also got Kites with eyes. Oh, yes, no. he's got kites with eyes, uh, and also he puts you in a little jail with the thinnest prison doors. <laughs> Which, by the that, way, every single person he's put in there escapes from. Escapes yeah, from, yeah. Yeah. yeah, immediately by yeah. just going. The I'll, kites I'll... have a thousand eyes, <laughs> and a thousand eyes have the kites. God <laughs> is absolutely shite. Oh, no, have we we stumbled upon our second musical episode? Yeah, it's quite possible. Was anyone We've had a rap? We've had a song. Was anyone getting Papa Lazarou things mm. from the Chief Clown? Is that well, 100%? Um, mm. Mm. <laughs> I, I liked his sort of non sequitur, sort of like flourish with the hand for everything when people were going in and out of things. Like he's, attempt, he's attempting to be sort of sinister. I mean, he's the yeah. best thing in this, and, and he's the best speaking... thing in it. But you don't know why he's like that, and his reason detra mm. and. Mm. And it's never talked about, so you go, oh, okay. He's just no. But speaking of someone who watched this when I was eleven years old, he's the only thing I remembered from it. And Adrian Mole, that was it, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. obviously good at what he's doing. And the actor himself was, he was later in EastEnders, in... didn't he? He was, yeah, he's in EastEnders mm. and Family Affairs, maybe just EastEnders. But yeah, both. Maybe you're right, but wow, he's very good. The makeup suits his face very well. Yes, yeah, so he got yeah, that. Wonk, yeah. He's got that mm. wonky mouth thing going yeah. really nicely. <laughs> um, <laughs> But all the stuff that's supposed to be peril that they've now encountered is play school and silly, and you just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it doesn't, it just doesn't matter. Well, well, this is the point where the, the I forgot to mention when Doctor and Ace were coming up to the tent, they found the um, pendant type thing that Flower Child was Flower Child was holding, which is like yes. a gold thing. Which Ace mm. immediately just goes, "I'm having that." Yeah. Yeah. So, but the chief clown notices that she's got it and asks her where she got it from, so she runs off. Yeah, and then the so, Doctor and Ace split up at this point. Because it, it becomes clearer later on that they that the Chief Clown must have that bus ticket inspector fixed and back on the bus. He's a vital component in their nefarious fucking scheme. Mm. <laughs> what are you talking about? What I was what so you, lost. I'm so lost. But you're, it's because just maddeningly nonsensical. Going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, and then get what? What does the so the ticket inspector then takes you to the. Circus? Is that what they're trying Maybe? to... Maybe? 
But everyone is willingly get, everyone is willingly going to the circus. Anyway, they're yeah. turning up on that teleport like, yay, the circus. Yeah, so the <laughs> bus conductor thing kills you so you don't go to the circus anyway. What? Yeah. It, just, it makes no fucking sense. Well, don't Not worry, because Ace bumps into Bellboy here who makes... She does, yeah. Who explains what's going on in a way that makes no sense. Yeah. Because <laughs> yes. he can't remember anything because his mind's been wiped. Yeah. Yes. C- convenient. Uh, mm-hmm. he, t- he says to Ace that he remembers that there were more people at the circus. Yeah. So Ace frees him, and they hi- they go and hide in a caravan. Yeah. And, and she tries to help him recover his memory, and it's real Amdram shit. Yeah, it's so <laughs> awful. It's really bad. So the Doctor, meanwhile, has joined up with Cook and uh, Mags. Yeah. Yes. And they find out that they, they have to perform at the circus. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And um, then, as they're milling around in this jail cell, deadbeat... Who is Eric from Lovejoy? Eric from Lovejoy. He turns up at the bars and it's kind of like, <laughs> and then Nord, who's also in the jail cell, yeah. they, they say to him, "You're on next. You're on next." And he's like, yeah. "Yeah, I'll go on." And he does weightlifting, which is his thing. Pathetic. Yeah. And then they say to him, "Tell us some." <laughs> they say to him, "Tell us some jokes." And he can. Yeah. He goes, "Oh, well, I was on, on my way here tonight." Uh, mm. I I saw Michael Grade, and then he gets zapped. Yeah. <laughs> and and then gone. we get this is this is the only point where we get a slight indication of something because we get to see the audience, which are these sort of three people, forties family. Three people. Yeah. For yeah. some fucking inexplicable reason that also makes no sense. No sense. A no mother sense. and father and a child, and they yeah. hold up yeah. scores at the end, like on Strictly. Zero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Nord gets, Nord gets Who's three playing? goose eggs. So he gets executed. <laughs> uh, and then meanwhile, Adrian Mould turns up on his BMX and yeah. says, Is this the psychic circus? I'm so excited. I've always wanted to be here. Peggy Mac goes, Weirdos. Mm. But he, ha- he gets put into the jail. So then now, Ace- I've heard a rumour, and uh-huh. I'm not sure if this is true. Go on. Obviously, um, the, the, he Wizkid is meant to be sort of a parody of Doctor Who fans. Isn't fans, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like me, so I get that. <laughs> but I read somewhere that he, um, I don't know if this is true, that he was based on Chris Chibnall. Now I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's libelous. Ooh, but based uh, on when he did that um, TV show where he slagged off Doctor Who. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm, well, so I don't know if that's true or not. But I'm just throwing that in the mix as a potential. It would make sense because he did look a bit like that. Yeah, he did not look dissimilar to that that lad, yeah. No. So Ace is hiding from the chief clown but gets caught because she knocks over some kites. Oh. <laughs> Goddamn kites. Some kites. I mean, it, uh, yes. Uh, and the doctor's juggling uh, skittles at this point. Why? And they use them as weapons to knock out the clowns that are guarding them. But as he knocks them out, <coughs> he says, join the club. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So Ace... Yes. They're plastic skittles hitting a robot made of solid metal. <laughs> yeah. It should do nothing. The, mm, the robot right. should just literally sever his fucking head off and drop kick yeah, it down yeah, the yeah. fucking tent. Uh, that was anyway, like, yeah, yeah. So Ace the... gets put into a caravan full of robot yeah. clowns, and she's like, "Oh, you know, I don't like clowns," and they're this all kind the of own, jittering. This is and, the only mm. slightly spooky bit in the whole thing is in when the they caravan. Start, yeah, mm. yeah. That's genuinely like, Ooh, that's not very nice, but mm. that's that's your lot. So, <laughs> so the mags and doctor, mags and the doctor escape. They go round the circus to sort of find out what's going on, and they find a well. <laughs> they find a well oh, yeah. with a glowing energy source at the bottom, with an ice. Mm-hmm. This is the worst bit. They oh. have to drop 
the doctor decides to drop one of his juggling batons yeah. into it. They can't even be asked to just film him dropping a baton. They have to <laughs> do CGI. CGI. Yeah, yeah. CGI baton spinning out of his hand like he oh. fucking shot it out of a cannon. Oh, my God. It's very Gang- nightmare, isn't it? Very nightmare. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're in a courtyard. Yes. There's someone swinging a sword. Go left. left. No, no, no. Yes. Right, left. Oh. Don't, <laughs> don't go right. You'll go into the plot. Go left. Go left. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Which God, is, it's, it's the same so eye awful. symbol. It's the same eye symbol though. It's on all the cards. Yeah, Meh. 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 And then Cook corners them with several clowns, and he says, "You, the Doctor, you are next to perform cliffhanger." Whoa. So, so Cook then just what? So Cook well, was in prison, knowing uh, that he and just talked to the robots and went, um, "I'll uh, get the Doctor to go next, and you'll free yeah, me." Sure. And the robots well, went, "Yeah." What, what we're right, trying to yeah. say with Cook to give right. the writer some um, credit, which he doesn't. Survival of the fittest, Doctor. Survival yeah. of the fittest. Cook I'm going to say it nine hundred times mm. in this episode. Survival <laughs> of the fittest, Doctor. Cook is a coward who will always try and put people before him, so he doesn't yeah. get have to entertain. Because right, yeah, yeah. let's be honest, his act is probably a willy copter. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he does an impression of an Indian elephant, and we all know where that goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the plum tree. That's it. Yeah. Well, there's a telling bit of writing here because he had the plum tree. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He, he he does it. She puts the lotion in the basket routine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see what he does with the ping pong balls. <laughs> Mind you, he gets he, he gets three nines for that, and he survives. Yeah. That, he? he gets one in the dad's mouth, and then he's a model. <laughs> <laughs> but then, um, oh god, then I'm getting the, delirious. The, yeah. the, the the family who are watching, one of them says, "We're all." The kid says, "I'm bored," and the dad goes, "We're all bored. Something mm. has to happen soon." And I thought, yeah, I, that's I, kind I, of telling. The doctor escapes yeah. and then he bumps into Deadbeat. Deadbeat. Uh, who's got a medallion with the same eye symbol on it? Yeah. What's Ooh. going on? Mm. So then he and Deadbeat go to the caravan that Ace is in, who's been joined mm. by Bellboy. Yeah. Sure. And uh, Ace helps <coughs> Ace helps Bellboy restore his memories. Sure. And he says that in the past, Deadbeat, then known as the Kingpin, Kingpin. was the owner of the Psychic Circus. Yeah. And he'd come to Seganax in search of great power. Yeah. And in finding it, the power drove him mad okay. and caused yeah. him to enslave the rest of the circus to that power. But that's not mm. true either. No, it's not true. No. no. That didn't actually happen. No. So... Uh, and it's a circus that relies on, I'm guessing, fresh people turning up every, you know, every day. Mm. Uh, based on its reputation of being the best circus in the world, even though right. it's, it's people who've never performed before performing in front of three people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there, there are posters in the foyer of all the planets that this circus has visited, which obviously back in its right. heyday, yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be amazing. But mm. because of obviously budget cons- you know, constraints or whatever, it's just not, there's nothing in it that you go, <laughs> wow, it's just four clowns and two people juggling. Yeah, a, yeah, there's nothing to suggest. And a ringmaster with a with a plastic whip that cannot wrap. It's yes. just yeah. what, what is going. This is the worst thing ever. Terrible. There is nothing about this circus that makes you think anyone would want to go and see it. So who no. were these? These people turn up of their own free will. They te- they teleport there, don't they? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And go, yeah. Can't wait to see this. There's not a <laughs> lot of people going there, is there? On average, there's about five no. that go. Yeah, 
a day. I mean, it's basically like, GB News. It's a small audience look, watching shit that isn't very yes, well done. Yeah. Yeah. God. Oh. I mean, in the mm. prequel to this, Andrew Neil was one of the performers, but he left. Alistair <laughs> Stewart left because he brought a horse and he fell off it and he had to retire. Yeah. Well, Alistair Stewart was a ringmaster and he tried rapping, but it just didn't take. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He rapped some presents Stewart, for you, idiot. How do you do? I've got some wonderful <laughs> circus for you. <laughs> I'd what like do you mean perform- I cannot fucking rap? Shut your face, you stupid chap! I'd like, to, I'd like to rap longer, because my rap is thriving, but I've just been arrested for drink driving. <laughs> I hope he I did. don't end up in traction, because I used to present police camera action. That's Andrew, that's Alistair Stewart, done, tick. Okay. There you go. <laughs> done and done. So the chief clown finds... Hang on, hang on, hang on. My brother is a little bit of a rascal. By the way, I do the ITV game show King of the Castle. <laughs> now we're done. I haven't got yeah. much more of this rap to go, but do watch my brother on ITV go. No. <laughs> I'd confuse him with... Um, David Fuck Suchet. a mole. Mm. What? Yeah. Um, mm. So, yeah, so the chief clown locates them in the caravan, and Bellboy, because he feels responsible for Flower Child's death, uh, and uh, he'd been forced to construct the robotic bus conductor, sacrifices uh, himself so Doctor and Ace can escape. He gets killed by his own by loads of clowns, basically. Yeah, yeah. but we don't see that. Cause... No, no. So the Doctor and Ace locate Deadbeat and take him to the well. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Kingpin is his name. And um, <laughs> Captain Cook, meanwhile, is in his jail with Adrian Mole, and they and he says to Adrian Mole, "Why don't you go on first? Yeah, because I've seen you on Get Fresh, and you were clearly brilliant." <laughs> and Adrian Mole's going, like, "Yeah, I'm going to go out," and uh, he gets murdered immediately. Oh, murdered no. immediately, probably for the best. Yeah, mm. he got out. He got out. So the, the doctor recognising Deadbeat's medallion, but when he's passed out, they notice that it's missing a piece. <gasps> And he says, oh, and Dave says, oh, I saw that on the bus where the conductor was. Yeah, because yeah. that would be the best place for them to keep that other piece, wouldn't it? It would be yeah. on the bus. On the bus. <laughs> on the buses. Mm. Yeah, Blake is there. Oh, dead beach. I'll get you, bellboy. I'll get you, bellboy. I hate you, flower child. I hate you. Yeah, so they then, he, the doctor says, look, you two go and get it. I'll cover for you. So he goes uh. on. He goes on and he says, um, I, I'm the main event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, sorry, it was before that. In the main tent, Cook says the Doctor, he and Mags are up next. So they go on. And then the, the Captain Cook says, oh, and to aid our performance, here is some moonlight. Oh, no. And Mags turns into a werewolf hedgehog what? thing. What? But, but it's not... Um, if she... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, if, she was a, cliffhanger. if she was a werewolf it mm. would be the actual physical moon appearing that would make a change mm. not a light that looks that, in the shape of the moon in the shape of the which moon, they yeah. put a bit of cardboard over it to make it look like the moon <laughs> well, you could, hang on yeah. that's a crescent moon you could argue that every light's the moon yeah <laughs> particularly also, yeah. a spotlight yeah. if it's a yeah. crescent moon she'd be like fuck you I've got ages until I yeah. turn yeah. It makes it fucking no sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Paul, it makes not even a slim scintilla of shit. 
Thank you. <laughs> so uh, she turns into a sort of werewolf, but it's like half werewolf, half iguana guinea pig thing. She looks like Sonic the werewolf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the makeup job is quite good, but the teeth yeah, and the talons, bad. that's quite good. Yeah. yeah. And the menacing aspect of her. But when we cut to the next episode, she is a redundant threat. She just mm. goes around going, Yeah, if someone turns into a werewolf, they should be like about to tear someone apart. Yeah, but she can't do that. She just wanders around going, Yeah. Also, if someone says yeah. to me, I want Jessica Martin to transform into something, I'd say, I want it to be Peggy from Heidi High because she's great. <laughs> she's great at being Peggy. I sing copycats. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah. the family give her 999, and you'll be like, that's not mm. Alice Stewart, that's no. Michael Burke. No, Michael Burke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this woman yeah. was at a circus. <laughs> she thought it was just an ordinary day. <laughs> this woman hasn't her. entertained anyone in four weeks. <laughs> and yes, no one watched Copycats. Yeah. <laughs> Although it did launch the career of Bobby Davro. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she chases the doctor around for a bit he he comes face to face with that family trying to hide and they all glow green eyes at him so he falls he does a mccoy pratfall down the stairs he does and he a lot also, of ass doesn't it a lot of a ass. massive <laughs> amount of ass but mm. not as much as we'll see a bit later when he's doing his escapology act which is <laughs> oh, um, if you're talking about a full moon that's where mag should fucking go <laughs> <laughs> turns into a whale for the sight of McCoy's ass. Turns into a were ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, McCoy does like a Tarzan swing across the entire yes, circus. He does. Which, 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 which A, we know obviously is only about eight foot the ring. Yeah. It's mm. so small. It's, it's tiny. It's the greatest show in the guy. <laughs> this was filmed at the BBC uh, stationary cupboard. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> So um, when he swings across, they had to go like... outside. Yes, yes, that's true. That's right. It was They're... a bestos. Yeah. All the all the linking stuff in in the tunnels, which are all just under the canopies, that was all done in the BBC car park. Mm. Jeez. Because they found asbestos in the studios, so they had to leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell! I would stay. Hey, I tell so you bearing what, in mind when you're listening to us do Silver Nemesis hmm. all of that was being filmed in asbestos ridden studios <laughs> <laughs> tell you what they found asbestos didn't find Savile did they um, so <laughs> Mags Some, someone's got to say it yep I think yeah. so I'm pleased it was me Mags yeah. uh, then murders Cook <gasps> well yeah mm, but again mm, sort yeah. of mm. yeah mm. but the family you say they give her 999 yeah, they're entertained mm. by the violence, aren't they? By the violence, it's a sort you of see. commentary yeah. you see on the yeah. television of nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. Why there are 1940s based sort of like evacuee war family? We don't. Re- it's <laughs> no, that's unclear. No. Ever, ever, ever bothered to be explained. I mean, if anything, they should have been in the Time Monster with the Doodlebug. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they if anything, to be honest, they should have been what they fucking are throughout the whole thing, and that would have been made much more fucking sense than this guys they have to take. Yes, because you know something's up with them. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Why yeah. decide, ah, yeah, we'll pretend to be like a 1940s family from Earth. Hmm. But <laughs> then it turns out they're stone elephants, and you're like, yeah. Well, yeah. Hold your horses, guys. We haven't got to that exciting reveal yet. <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> because the Doctor and Mags escape in the confusion, yes. and with Brilliant. no other entertainment, the family orders the Ringmaster and Morgana mm. to perform. But yes. they're, sh- they're shit. <laughs> McGonagall's like, get- I know some jokes about Jews. And, uh- <laughs> <laughs> so there's two Pakistanis getting in a full cartoon. 
Um, and basically, don't they get put into wicker hampers and then sort yeah. of they disappear? And you yeah. Go, yeah, right, yeah. yeah okay. fine. While we're on the bad entertainers, mm. uh, Andrew O'Neill, uh, a friend of the show, mm. posted a link to a uh, stand-up to us of... Um, Chubby, I can't remember. Was it Chubby Walden or oh, one of the guy yeah. who plays the police state, the police officer in um, Planet the Spiders? Uh, yeah. And it's right. heinous. Yeah. It's so oh awful. I watched it. I watched it. It was very mm. bad. Yeah, it's really but, bad. But we will, we will definitely have to get when we do when we do some uh, specials with guests. We'll definitely have to get Andrew on. Yes, definitely, one hundred percent. He yeah, definitely was... knows. He definitely knows his onions. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and also he's entirely covered in Doctor Who, which is what I really love about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If no, you meet Andrew, he's like, oh my god, you've got all of Doctor Who on your body. It's amazing. <laughs> well, I'd rather watch Chubby's act than this. Yes, yes, that is how awful it is. I think he would have got nine 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 as well, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Well, after performing for an hour, I think they had to call 999. Yeah, right. Hey! hey. Well, he was a policeman, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I tell you what, it, it is so telling whenever we do wheezing groanings because normally mm. I've got I've got an A4 pad mm. and it's normally one side of A4 notes for every episode. I should I should got point you. out that Paul writes all his notes down. Yeah. <laughs> This one, you know, this one, mm. all four episodes are on one page. Okay. Because <laughs> it's hard to know what to talk about. I mean, you're doing yeah. a, you're doing a valiant job. Thank yeah. You. Oh my god, you are. T- yeah. Oh, mm. thanks, guys. <laughs> Come and see us live. Yes, keep going, please. son. Keep going, son. Well, we should point <laughs> out. We it. should point out on air that when we do the show on the second of September, if it happens, which it probably will, yeah, uh, it'll be the first time we've been in a room since probably like last March. Yeah. yeah. Um, Attack of the Sidemen, did you say, was our last Attack of the Sidemen was the last in person one, yeah. Bloody hell. Can't yeah. wait. I'm going to get so giddy. You think my mm. my laugh is annoying on regular episodes? <laughs> it's going to go into Mega Drive on, on Tom's the laugh yeah. is not annoying, and anyone who thinks it is is a prick. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. See, that's kind of camaraderie you can look mm. forward to. We love Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Crowley. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was talking about him. What were you talking about? <laughs> I always assume I always assume Baker, so I have no idea. What <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What oh, this you know what I is. mean. I'm drunk. Um, anyway, come on, <laughs> come on, John. Back to the red hot fucking action. Yeah, we want to know what's happening. I'm on the edge of my seat. Sorry, I'm just yeah. cooling down from the last note. We need, we, we need all this, John. If you can tie all this up in a nice, neat bow, so we know exactly what happened. I'm, do- I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm do it. So the ring. All we know here is a gunshot. <laughs> This is what Bud Dwyer did. Um, yeah. Ace and Ace and Deadby go back to the uh, bus. And of course they, they fucking do. They get yeah. the medallion piece, and, and oh. Deadby at this point's a bit like, "Oh, I don't know what fucking shoes are." Oh, yeah. She hands him the pieces, and then she gets attacked by another ticket collector, or the same one. No, it's the same one who's been repaired. Who gives a fuck? Oh, yeah. Who gives? By Bellboy. <laughs> No one gives a fuck. No. Um, he looks He looks like he's got a big fat head. Looks a bit like Wayne Rooney. Yeah. <laughs> going to say that here. Um, but Again, being... why did they insist that they fix the fucking robot and put him back on the bus? What is the point of him being there? There's no yeah. point. Because he's oh, yeah, thank you. immediately mm. again. Mm. Yes. By by just touching his head. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you've got to do is touch his head. We yeah. should have pointed out earlier, by the way, is that the doctor killed him by looking at his ticket machine and then pointing it towards him. Yeah. yeah. Not the greatest robot in the world, is he? No. Has <laughs> um, the so- doctor done smooth criminal yet? 
not, not yet. No. Okay. No, I know you're busting to get there. <laughs> there's just a bit of journey to go. Um, okay. So, uh, sorry, i Yeah. So Ace is being basically throttled by a robot. Brilliant. And yeah. Eric from Lovejoy is like, oh, uh, I'll put this in here. He's a bit like, I've been drinking my apple <laughs> juice of the apple all day, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> he puts the bits together, and he's like, I know who I am. I know who I am. I no longer have to read those strange newspapers in the toilet with no text on. <laughs> and when I doth put them under my undercarriage, I get brown headlines. <laughs> <laughs> carry on, carry on. <laughs> oh god. Uh, anyway, um <laughs> basically basically I mean, says basically goes bash the top of the bastard's head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just love oh. I love that blood axe is always out there. Yeah. He's, he's always ready to come back in and help us. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the, the the ticket collector let's cut a long story short you know, tickets please tickets, TLDR please. he's dead tickets please <laughs> yeah yeah and um, <clears throat> yeah so um, sorry I've lost where I am in the notes uh, so they they get the medallion piece and uh, Dead Pete gets his kingpin personality back meanwhile the doctor has determined that the family are mm-hmm. actually the gods of Ragnar- Ragnarok or as he says <laughs> He gets about 15 tongue rolls. It's amazing, isn't it? Mm. Ragnarok. Yeah. He even says that he's faced them before, and you're like, thank fuck, we never saw that. Yeah. He says they feed on entertainment. They're like, fucking hell. They feed on on entertainment. Just fucking stick them on planet Earth and put a fucking telly in front of them. (laughs) If they feed on entertainment, I expect Michael Burke, yes, we're going to talk about him again, to come back in and say, just five pounds a month will help these guys of Ragnarok who are stuck at the greatest show in the galaxy. And and fucking, um, what's his face? You know, the Irish fella did Live Aid. Bob Geldof. <laughs> Bob Geldof. Give the cult of Ragnarok your money now. They haven't You're... had an entertainment for at least three episodes. You're fucking starving. You know, They're so it's... bored. It's... <laughs> it's 1988. They can fucking stick him in front of a massive fat television with a really massive back. And they can yeah. watch Babe Station all fucking day. Gary Gates was on before this, at least. Yeah, they can watch a midget on a trampoline doing the fucking weather. (laughs) I mean, the doctor just said, Laz, give it a week. Ike's going to be on Wogan. Yeah. (laughs) Or George Best. Oh, yeah. I like screwing Terry. (laughs) (laughs) Just plug the fucking family into CFAX. Yeah, it's fine. But no, he doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. He just says he's going to entertain them himself. Oh yeah. God! First he does smooth criminal. The Tom point out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he does. Oh, Sometimes God. he doesn't continue with Michael Jackson's career. That was. <laughs> he fires Adric out of his urethra. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what it's like to travel through urethra. <laughs> Fucks a chimpanzee and molests fucking bellboy. <laughs> <laughs> Dangles a child off a balcony. <laughs> Has loads of reconstructive surgery. <laughs> yeah. I know where you're going with that. Yeah. Yeah. He's Allegedly. Simon Cow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he does all sorts. He was trained by the great Suprendo, Victoria Wood's husband. 
Yep. Yes, that is true. No, that is true, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He, um, yeah. So, mm. Sylvester got all his tricks from the Great Chipendo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the annoying thing is Sylvester McCoy is a really good circus performer and they give him like like really easy like tricks to do and mm-hmm. you're like he can hammer a nail into his head if he wanted to that's yep. the, the stuff he used to do I suppose they didn't want kids to copy him yeah that's true yeah, yeah. The, the problem is he starts off so well with this smooth criminal bit mm. yeah. like, oh, that's, that, but, no, but that's genuinely cool you're like yeah. yeah and then he proceeds to just do end of the pier mm. utter drivel yeah. Yeah, the flags of all nations out of his cock is pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) When he pills sill out of his arsehole instead of a dove, that's just a poo that he's painted to look like. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's all smoke and mirrors, John. It's all smoke and mirrors. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I wonder what he's been eating. You need the mirrors so you can, uh, yeah. (laughs) Smoke shouldn't come out. It's like that old joke. Do you smoke after making love? Yes, I do. Well, maybe you should slow down. Um, hey! Yeah, so he does all this, and uh, he nice. instructs Ace and Kingpin to throw Kingpin's, Kingpin's medallion. Uh, yeah. And, um, yeah, he, he performs for the gods of Ragnarok. So as it, a distraction. <clears throat> yeah, Ace and yeah. Kingpin complete the task just as the Doctor is about to be obliterated, because even they've had a fucking enough of this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're asking, when is Little and Large on? <laughs> I, I miss like that pretty watch, dog. I quite a lot watch more than Butch Stanziger on Channel 4. <laughs> Where is Richard still go? <laughs> when uh, is the word coming on? I hear a man eats his pubes on a cracker. Please, <laughs> take with you our delegate Hufty. Um, so Captain Cook Captain Cook tries to stop this all happening but then he falls down a well chatting shit as he owes and the the doctor knowing everything's alright he walks out the main tent as it explodes (laughs) chatting shit as he goes he does he's like this reminds me of the time I was on Zargos 7 hang on before before the doctor walks out and the tent blows up the doctor knows somehow that Ace will return with uh, whoever to throw mm. the medallion that then he then suddenly tosses a bit of metal and gets like King Arthur's sword for some fucking reason uh-huh, fuck yeah. that happens yeah. there's that it was from a gladiator that performed a gladiator that performed there before and then uses that tiny little eye medallion to repel the laser beams from the yeah it was wolf uh, oh my yeah. god <laughs> not Shadow who was sacked for being on um, uh, being on steroids being on steroids yeah. and then got arrested for having loads of crack in his house <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it wasn't him. No, it wasn't him. <laughs> it was Jet. Yeah, it was now, Jet. looking for positives, when <laughs> sorry, sorry. when Silv leaves the um, when Silv leaves the tent and it explodes, yeah, it's awesome. It's a proper heroes yeah. don't look at explosions moment, oh. isn't it? It's That's very cool. That's a very beautifully timed explosion, is it? Because he's just on the sort of buffeting end of it, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yes, as, as yeah, he yeah. nonchalantly walks out. All that's missing is a shot from the rear, which is, would be very typical for McCoy, of him with his trousers burnt away and then just like his bare bum. Yeah, <laughs> like, that would be amazing. Yeah. Him running yeah. and his arsehole on fire would have been just perfect. <laughs> perfect, because then you could zoom in, silk a pop out and go, that's all, folks. At the end of Bonanza. Yeah. The problem is, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> wrap it up, wrap it up, John. For the love of fuck. I mean, so, so I, I just 
What happened? What 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 did you do? <laughs> Let's just pop a full stop here. The Doctor regroups with Ace, Mags and Kingpin. Kingpin and Mags decide they're going to reclaim the circus and take it to a new planet. Ugh. What? Why mm. the fuck would you carry on with this circus? You would think that, yeah, he, the last thing he would mm. want to do would fucking carry on. Mm. <laughs> he would be on that teleporter, just, I'll do anything, I'll work in Clark's shoe shop I mean, in fucking Grimsby. Can you imagine that the greatest show in the galaxy is back and you go in there and it's just going to be like Kingpin wanking. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I've got, sorry. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Is that, uh, what, is that what, like, those... What, is it OnlyFans or, like, Chatterbait, yeah. one of those sites, yeah, yeah, yeah. became? That was the yeah. greatest show in the galaxy. No, it's, it's, it's Kingpin in a tent, wanking. <laughs> Live on, on the web. Yeah. Um, and the Doctor and Ace say goodbye, and that is the end. Uh, 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 and the Doctor says something like, so I find circuses sinister. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, yeah, good, right. good. When are you getting cancelled? Yeah. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> what was the episode after this one then? Oh, I think uh, it's on. It, it's series, we. It? It's yes. Um, but we have done the the, the next one. I think mm. we Which have covered is... it. I think it's Battlefield. We haven't no, done we haven't, Battlefield. We haven't done it then. But I think it's uh, Battlefield. Uh, yeah, you're right. Battlefield. It is. Yeah, it's no, Battlefield. we haven't done yeah. Battlefield yet. No, we've not done it. I thought we had. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll save that for um. When we're dead. When we're dead. <laughs> yeah. Boom! Yeah. We'll say mm. that, but yeah. Yeah, when the world oh, ends. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we, all, we all need a, another Minotaur. Here's the thing. Mm. I think that Sylvester and Ace are one of the best Doctor companion um, like duos. Yeah. Yet, I think every time we come to do a wheezing groaning on a Sylvester and Ace story, mm. it somehow ends up being like awful when we Absolutely watch it. Awful. There's not much evidence to support this theory. Once you take Curse of Frederick out of the equation, mm. yeah. it's really fucking hard. The thing is, I would agree with you. I would say Sylv and Ace are a brilliant mm. double act. And then I think that Lala Ward and Tom Baker have City of Death. Yeah. Whereas Sylvester McCoy and and Sophie Aldred, Curse uh, of Fenric, is that it? Yeah. Yes, I think it did is. We, I, I think, think that's it is. a lot. Yeah. Did we enjoy Remembrance or did we not enjoy Remembrance? I, I, I think we. I think we enjoyed bits of. <laughs> bits of. Well, maybe mm. it'll be Silver Nemesis. Maybe that's what will be. I think, I think I can confidently predict right now. Mm. The Silver Nemesis will be the one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, we are sidestepping it as much as we can. Mm. We got to oh. score this fucker. So what oh, are we going to score it out of? Oh god. Kites, I mean, eye kites or uh... This is the first time I've wanted to score Doctor Who not out of what happened in it, but how I felt. Can we score mm. it out of 100 out of self-harming? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we can't. We can't. I'm going to score it out of bad rap. Bad oh. rap. Yeah, because this rap. show has a bad rap. Has a bad. <laughs> We've yeah. given it a bad rap. Yeah, and there and is it's a bad got rap. bad rap in it. So well, I shall go first. I will say. Do. This is fucking abysmal. <laughs> <laughs> this is embarrassing. Everything that happens in it is bad. Yeah. The only thing that saves it in my mind is Chief Clown, right? Yeah. Who is good to look at in a kind of villainous way. <laughs> it's a bit Jokerish. I mean. <laughs> Because clearly yeah, yeah, what yeah. it's supposed to be. Yeah. And the explosion at the end is fun. Yes. <laughs> but that, those two things aside, 
It's an embarrassment. It's up there with Paradise Towers the Happiness Patrol for me. <laughs> so I have to score it accordingly. Now, those two things... I was going to say, hang on, John, before you have scored something before zero. I've gone minus. minus before. Oh, you've gone minus, right. So, with these two things in mind, yeah. I'm giving it two. Okay, two. So, who's next? Is it Tom? Fuck it, yeah, it's yes. Tom. Tom. Fucking hell, John, you loved it. <laughs> I am the I am the sort of uh, the wet one of the of the um, the podcast who mm. wants to sort of be positive about mm. all of Doctor Who. Yeah, <laughs> that is what the role I've decided to be. Mm-hmm. And I think there is I, I I think they deliver on some things like the scary clown and the robot doesn't look bad. And I don't think I did I wasn't sure what was going on. That is the problem with this. You're just not. It's unclear and a lot of mysteries. That even when you find out what the mysteries mean, you're not. I don't know who the gods of Ragnarok are. I've never met them before, so it doesn't really mean anything. Um, but it's still there's still fun bits and like Sylvester doing a bit of like uh, clowning is quite fun. I, I to sort of help it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna up it a bit. I'm gonna give it uh, twenty eight. Blimey. <laughs> okay. Why am I really angry about twenty eight? <laughs> twenty eight. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. I mean, just when I thought that I was always juggling between Paradise Towers and Happiness Patrol being the worst things I've ever seen, Mm. then I watched The Greatest Show in the Galaxy, and um, I would watch Paradise Towers and (laughs) and, uh, (laughs) Happiness Patrol on a fucking loop for eternity, (laughs) then sit through that one again. It is a... Abysmal from start to finish. <laughs> yeah. It has no through line. Mm. The threat is not a threat. It's mm. not explained. When it is explained, it's pathetic. The, yeah. way it's dealt, the way it's dealt with is via being fucking pathetic. <laughs> there are three things I liked in it. The TARDIS appears. Perfect for me. I like a materialization. I yeah. quite like when Ace is with the, alone in the robots in the caravan because that's very spooky. And I yeah. like it when the Doctor exits the tent and nearly has his ass blown off. Mm. So yeah. there, are three, there are three reasons why I like it. So it gets three. And it's three. fucking lucky to get it because I it took me so long to watch these four episodes. I was... I texted you both earlier today going, please, please, can I just not watch the fourth episode? <laughs> <laughs> I'd well, rather that's just score. cry. 33, 33 for the greatest show in the galaxy. <laughs> hey! I should point out, I've just looked at a calendar and this episode will go out the day after we do our September the 2nd show. So. Oh, well, don't bother coming then. Yeah, don't bother <laughs> coming. You've missed it if you weren't there. Yeah, yes. you missed it, you shit. I hope you enjoyed it. And I apologise for all of the foul language and, uh, and yeah, all the stuff that went on in mm. the Silver Nemesis uh, analysis. Mm. And that, no, how drunk I was. Sorry, I want to... <laughs> point Is 33 one of our lowest? No. No. I, mean, I realise I'm dragging it up there. I want, I want to give it some, you know... I some don't understand why you have. Are... You're like one of those blokes that got done at Nuremberg, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you're one of those blokes that you tree had a look at and you yeah. just fucking yeah, got yeah. away with it you're a clown sympathiser a davidson I know what I'm doing <laughs> yeah clever bugger anyway there must be correspondence there is there correspondence there must be correspondence there is, there is. Yeah. Uh, Andy Elliott says greatest show is the Snyder Cut of Tegan's Cheese Dreams and Kinder 
<laughs> creeped me out as oh, a kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Creeped yeah. me out as a kid when it was first broadcast, not because of the clowns, but because I thought Mags was a big hedgehog. Like, <laughs> and like Dinsdale, it haunted my dreams. Mm. Ooh. Okay. There's that one. Mm. Um, <clears throat> uh, hang on. Becky says, The Greatest Show in the Galaxy is one of my favourites. Oh, God. And I'm quite optimistic <laughs> that you'll get through this one without, needed, without needing to sedate Paul. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> uh, uh, Greg Newport says, I can see it now in my man's eye. <laughs> McCoy ass burned out, hanging out of his exploding... Uh, hanging out after... <laughs> Hanging out after the exploding tent burnt, the back of his trousers clean off. We mentioned that, so <laughs> we, we did. I'm sorry, I genuinely hadn't seen that tweet. That was just, yeah. <laughs> we were ahead oh, of the boy. curve on that one. Yeah. Uh, Nick Burton says, "Greatest show, the one with Adrian Mole being a Doctor Who fan, filmed in a tent." Ian mm. Reddington is perfectly creepy as an interesting story with some great visual effects. No, no. And as a bonus, <laughs> gave us the best Who Hello Hello mashup pictures. Yes. Yeah. This is the one oh, where they yeah. all met because of the asbestos. That yeah. is true. That is nice. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Tim Coleman says, greatest show, him off Lovejoy, her off Bobby Davro, him off Adrian Mole, her <laughs> off 50s British films, him off Aliens, her off Melvin and Maureen, <laughs> him off Straw Dogs in the BBC <laughs> car park with evil kites and piff, paff, <laughs> puff, magic. The result is like a clown's shoe, colourful, fun, but too long. Very good. Yeah, I like oh. that. It's good pricey. Yeah. Um, hang on. Chris Williams, greatest show. The brilliant cast makes this story, although we could do with a bit more Peggy Mount and Daniel Peacock. Location mm-hmm. work looks great thanks to the blazing sun. Story-wise, no. it's just about the right amount of surreal without being impenetrable like Ghost No. no. Uh, when performing <laughs> at the end, thank God the Doctor gets the medallion in time before Sylvester starts doing the balloon dance. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, a shout-out for the final appearance of the console room set in the classic series. The oh. console room, which is looking tatty as all it hell, is. isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's awful. Yeah. It's like yeah. Steptoe and Son's living room. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff bear in the background. Uh, Michael Fjell mm. says, The greatest show in the galaxy, Ian Reddington does one of the greatest creepy clowns of all time. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And Rico Ross brings rap music to the Who universe mm. with oh. flows written by a well-meaning English language teacher. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, hang on. Uh, ben Thomas, he won't disappoint. The greatest show in the galaxy, one of my favourite stories. Oh, Ben. ben. And oh, no. Paul and John are going to fucking loathe it, so I might listen to a relaxation tape of tropical beach sounds and birdsong instead. <laughs> In part four, when McCoy exits the tent as it explodes behind him, the FX, guy, the FX guys overdid the pyrotechnics, and the heat blast set fire to the back of his costume. McCoy didn't flinch as A... He knew there couldn't be a retake, and B, he's a fucking legend. He's a he's a absolute legend. Good thing the same thing. Good thing the same thing never happened to Colin, as he'd have gone up like a fire on a tallow processing plant. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> horrible. That's ben, sorry. Ben, ben doesn't like Colin Baker. No, no. <laughs> we love Colin Baker here. We, we love Colin Baker him. here. Yeah. we do. He's loved in this parish. Uh, Color, yes. Color Horizon Two says greatest show in which McCoy encounters his most dangerous enemy in T.P. McKenna, a better actor. Oh, that's Captain Cook. I don't think so. No, I mean he's good, but he doesn't have anything to do in this. No, he's not. 
Uh, Darren McKay says, oh, Jesus, that fucking whiz kid. Way to alienate most of your remaining audience. Yeah. Points to McCoy for managing to set a world record for most R's used in a single word with Ragnarok. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's just occurred to me as well that it's uh, an army man talking about survival of the fittest while the Doctor and Ace make their way across a blazing hot planet. Mm. Yeah. A lot of it is just survival. Uh, <laughs> what yeah. survival went on to be. Yeah. strange. Well, survival, where they they say survival of the fittest 487 times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is it for correspondence. And that is Hooray. it for the greatest show in the galaxy, which many people would call this podcast. Not me, I'm humble. <laughs> um, because it's the only Doctor Who podcast in existence. So, you know, it is, yes, yeah. sadly. Yeah, sadly. Um, and then Toby Headoak, he's listening and he's enjoying our swears. Oh, bless he is. Thanks, Toby. Thank you. He gave us a nice recommendation as well. He's been, he's so, been great. So there's no yes. point me plugging the live show because it was last night. But oh, I will tell you this. Well. To- Toby, uh, Toby DM me um, saying uh, good luck with um, our uh, live show. Oh, and, I, oh. and I just said, and I said, well, well done being on Coronation Street. And he said, I'll tell you one thing: the character that I play would definitely have a big book of fannies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's comforting. That is comforting. Which is nice to know, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's these, how I'll do troubled, from now on. In these troubled times, yeah, that's how I'm going to do it. Every casting I go to, I'm just going to think Big Book of Fannies. Big yeah, book of yeah. Fannies, would, my book char- of would this character have a Big Book of Fannies, be working on one, yeah. or have a complete one? That's the only... Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Sort of absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I like to think the killer in the film Seven has got a Big Book of Fannies. 100%. Yeah. That's probably what happens at the end of Seven, is it? That, that's what's in the box, yeah. is Ainley's book. <laughs> <laughs> And Compose Matchbox. <laughs> yeah. um, which has got a smaller copy of Ailey's book in it. <laughs> like one of those ones you used to make when you were a kid, when you make tiny books. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. And also, thank you so much for coming to the live show last night. Yeah, if you did. Thank you, it was lovely to see you all there. Or, or if it all goes wrong, where the fuck were you when we did the show? <laughs> I was looking out for you and you weren't there. Yeah. I was yeah. upset. Sorry I was drunk. Um, <laughs> like I am now. Um, thank you for listening and uh, keep a wheezing and a groaning. Take uh, care. <laughs> take care. We'll be back uh, after this. We're going to talk off air about what episodes we're going to do because it might be some specials. It might be just yeah. some like, more random. Yay! Um, but until then, we'll see you soon. I'm off to go and do some rapping. I'm going to go tickets, please. Tickets, please, at my cats until they hurt me. <laughs> I'm going to have a rest. On the ground because we've just recorded the amazing groaning sound. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Copycats starring Bobby Davro with Gary Wilmot, Johnny Moore, AJ Harvey, Alan Stewart, Dave Evans. Jessica Martin and Andrew O'Connor. My name is Bonnie Langford. <laughs> yes, and I love singing, I love lisping, and I love crashing starships. <laughs> but, you know, above all, I just love, love, love dancing. But I had a terrible accident last night. Don't laugh. <laughs> yes, I was tap dancing and I fell in the sea.
Hello, I'm Tom, and I make a podcast where I log in to celebrities' Amazon accounts. It's called... What a brilliant idea for a pod. There's no original pods out there anymore, but this genuinely is. Oh, thanks, Ben Bailey-Smith. Anyway, it's called... This is good, isn't it? It's clever, this podcast. You should do more. Thanks, Kerry Godleyman. It's called... This is such a great idea, by the way. What a great podcast. Shappy Corsander, you're too kind. The podcast is but called... it's biographical. You can get all sorts of information out of people. This is a very good idea. Thank you, Nick Helm. It's called My Mate Bought a Toaster. I'm going to listen to this podcast. Thanks, Alex Horn. Can you tell your friends? GreatBigOwl.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.